So welcome to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema interview series. I'm your host. I'm John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast. I've got my ho- co-host today, Craig. Thank you, John. I'm Craig Horsley, and we're coming to you from a Tea's Organic Coffee and Tea Cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens. And we have this wonderful film, young filmmaker who uh, is showing his short at the festival. Thank you, Craig. Hi, I'm Edwin de Jesus. I'm a 20-year-old filmmaker from Queens, New York. Uh, I uh, directed, wrote, and produced The Great Griffin, which was just screened at the Kew Gardens uh, Festival of Cinema. And how did the screening go for you? It was great. Uh, I had the, the lead actor came, and uh, we were part of the Q&A, um, and it's, it seemed like it had a very good uh, reception. People liked it. Um, some people were laughing, some people were sitting there a bit uncomfortable, which is kind of the mixed reaction that I usually get when I uh, play the film for people, so it was good to see that mix of reactions um, on, a, on a big screen in a, in, a, in a film festival setting. So you have screened it before, but not on, uh, uh, well, it's, on a theater? It's screened at the uh, New York City uh, Independent F- Film Festival and um, some very small uh, private screenings. Um, but yeah, usually, usually the audience is very uh, mixed and really don't know how to feel about, uh, like, how to react, actually, to the film, which is what I kind of like to see. And what kind of things are you exploring with the film? Uh, so it explores the concept of bullying in a modern-day setting. Um, and so the film itself it almost acts as a bully. Um, there's a lot of parts of the film where the protagonist is being bullied, not just by people in the film, but by the, almost the narration itself. And so um, it's almost so outlandish that it can be viewed as a satire. Um, for some people, it's, it, it's very serious. And so, but for others, they actually might think that the humor is so dark that it's actually quite uh, humorous. I, I saw the film, and it's uh, very, uh, really ingenious, the way that you have a character who you feel for, but then... He gets a superpower that he's kind of using it the wrong way. Yeah, it's more of a super weakness, really, uh, and he becomes more of an anti-hero, uh, using this this uh, weak. I mean, his ability is that other people can read his mind, so it's not necessarily an ability, uh, but he uses that to lure people into traps and get revenge. Which in most superhero uh, films, that's not really you know in their level of morality to just get revenge, um, but for him it is because it's not your your ordinary superhero film. Now, have you uh, seen a lot of bullying, and is that what inspired you to do a movie like this? I wouldn't say, you know, growing up that I was bullied often. I had friends that were bullied and definitely drew in inspiration from many different sources. In my high school itself, I don't think bullying was that, was too strong. Um, But I have, you know, in middle school, I've seen a lot of it. Um, The main character himself has been bullied a lot in in real life, and so he, he found a lot of purpose into actually portraying a character that felt that he felt hit close to home. Oh, so the actor had been bullied. Yes. Okay. And I know that nowadays the uh, the cyberbullying is such a, a rampant occurrence. Yeah. Uh, d- did that inspire you? You didn't have much cyberbullying. Yeah, bullying. I mean, there, there was one scene that touched on that with Facebook. Um, there are a lot of films coming out um, that go on the con- that touch on the concept of cyberbullying. Um, I, have a gr- I have a great friend, a producer uh, named Carly Hugo, who's uh, coming out with a new film about cyberbullying, and I, d- I do think that um, I think it's a, a bit different than bullying. You know, in-person bullying. I think one is more uh, can hit you at any location, whereas one you have to be you know in a, an environment where that can happen, but. I think if you know if I were to explore the concept of bullying again, I do think cyberbullying is um, 
a, a, a good area to explore. So tell us a little bit about, you know, so you're, you're currently enrolled in Columbia Film School, mm-hmm. right? And so how did you kind of utilize your resources to get your films out there? Yeah, uh, so uh, Columbia has a lot of film equipment that they let uh, anyone really who, uh, who's interested apply to borrow it. Uh, I went to a, a film high school in Long Island City, and so their uh, film equipment is always available. Uh, and so really it's just a matter of being proactive and uh, taking up on those resources, those opportunities for resources. Uh, crew, again, um, using a lot of young filmmakers who uh, want to get their name out there or just get the experience. And so, uh, and, and, and cast as well. Cast who are these actors who, um, mostly students or recent students, uh, who have a lot of talent, just not a lot of um, ex- opportunities to... Um, you know, really uh, present their talents. And so a lot of it really was a lot of people doing favors and helping each other and, um, yeah. So what what is kind of your goal? Like, what gives you the drive? Because I'm assuming dealing with other students and, you know, you've, you've got all this equipment sitting there. Somebody's got to be driving that bus. Yeah. And, and rallying yeah. the troops. Every Yeah, I mean, everyone on a set needs uh, that one person who's the driving force, um, which... You know, it's it's um it's definitely a, a blessing and, and a curse to have that uh, position because it it all depends on you. I mean, you, if you wake up sick one morning and and you have to call a shoot off for whatever reason, it, it creates a ripple effect. And so, if if you're giving off a lot of positive energy, everyone has some positive energy. And and because you know it's it's an it's um it's not a you know a, 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 a an official high budget film it's very micro budget uh, a lot of it has to come with people actually um, going in there coming onto set and showing that without them we could it couldn't be possible without one you know cog in the machine so it, when everyone realizes that their part actually matters and what they're contributing is essential to the um, the entirety of the film then you have something that's more about passion and drive than it is about you know nine to five because you have to and you wore a lot of hats on this. You were the writer. Yes, I, I wrote uh, the, the screenplay, I directed the film, and I produced the film. So with the producing, the uh, the funding, I guess you because you were using some of Columbia's equipment, it wasn't too expensive, or was it? How yeah. did you get funding for this? Yeah, so the, the equipment definitely uh, was the biggest. Um, the, I would say if, if we did have to actually pay for equipment, that would have definitely cost a lot because we were using, uh, you know, very high-grade dollies. Um, we we're using great sound equipment, uh, mixers, and uh, definitely by having that available to me uh, through a school was probably something that most people really, you know, they, they just don't have available to them. And so it was a, quite a fantastic opportunity to, to take advantage of that. Um, really, everything else that went, I would say the majority of the budget was the production design. But even that was pulled together by our production designers, hair and makeup people. We had someone whose uh, parents own a fabric store, and so we were able to make the costume ourselves. Right. It was just as DIY as the superhero in the film himself. And there's some original music in there also. Yes, the editor composes music. So there was an original score. So that would, yeah, one was an entertaining little uh, chant or whatever. So, yes. Yeah, I, uh, I, d- I definitely think um, going forward, I, I love when uh, there's a, an original score can be made. I think it adds a lot of uh, personality to a film. And some animation. 
the ad, yeah, the animation as well. The editor is very gifted. Uh, him and uh, and a partner of his were able to create animated uh, versions of all the cast and crew and have that as the credit uh, as the credits of us all kind of dancing in animated form. So I don't know. Maybe we can explore animation for uh, another project one day because I think that'd be a really cool thing right. to explore. Well, it seems like you not only found all the resources you have, but you use them in such great ways. Uh, but So you wore a lot of hats getting this film done. What, which part of the process do you think you like the most? You know, I think uh, for this particular project, I think be, having the directing hat was definitely my favorite uh, because uh, it's... I, I love creating shot lists and ground plans uh, and, uh, you know, storyboarding. Storyboarding is a, a very fun process for me. Um, I do think going forward as a career, I might pursue producing just because um, it's more, I think it's more of a uh, reliable career goal, or more of a, uh, I'm sorry, a stable career goal, perhaps. Um, but I, I think, you know, if given the circumstances of this film, directing was definitely the most fun for me. Well, I would definitely say that... Uh Producing takes a, a particular talent of uh, having that energy, being that driving force, which yeah. you certainly, you know, hold in spades. Um, as far as the writing goes, so you wrote this. Is, is that something you want to explore more? And if you do, what, you know, where where do you want to go with writing? Yeah, writing is a pretty crazy thing for me. Uh, I I'm usually the type that has to be up at four in the morning in the dark to actually write something. I, uh, it it doesn't come so easy to me, but when it does. I get very into it and spend a very long amount of time writing. Um, I don't know if that's very healthy to do as a career, um, but I, I, I do love writing. I've been taking some screenwriting courses at Columbia, and um, you know, I found usually I write for something that I know I'm going to shoot, but lately I have wrote some short stuff that I may or may not shoot, but um, I do think writing, if, I, if that was something I wanted to pursue, I, I think I could. I, I think you know, once, once you have final draft open in front of you there's just you can you have anything is possible and uh for the for the time being at least you want to continue with shorts just to kind of yeah i mean shorts because it's the most feasible thing to do right now but uh i'm a big i'm a big fan of character development um long, very long-term care i watch a lot of like episodic television and so it's hard to really condense that into a short this is 35 minutes which is pretty long for a short um, I just finished shooting a new project at Columbia that's about 25 minutes. Um, uh, and so I do kind of tend to stay on the lengthier side of, a, of what is considered your typical short. But hopefully one day, I, w I mean, shooting a feature is definitely my biggest goal after graduation. I just, um, I'm looking at you now with your nephew sitting next to you, and uh, when I was Googling you, I saw how supportive your father was, and saying, oh, my, my son is in the Kew Gardens Film Festival, so um, I really see that you've got such great support and such a great future ahead of you. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Uh, what drew you to the Kew Gardens Festival? Are you, uh, I mean, I know you, you came from close. Was it special to be able to screen here at the Kew Gardens Cinema? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, I've lived in Queens my whole life. I was born and raised here, um, and I had found out this was the first year of this festival, uh, and it looked uh, that it was, it was very serious. You know, from what I saw, it looked like the creators were very serious about this festival and getting uh, filmmakers, uh, you know, uh, giving, giving them, like, the spotlight. And uh, I was very glad to, you know, having my film played at the Queens Museum, I think, was such a, 
will always be a very memorable experience. Uh, I, I definitely do think this was a new milestone in uh, in 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 my film passion and career for film. I, I think this is definitely uh, uh, ins inspiring to see it on a big screen and Great. have uh, the festival support. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, uh, you know, that's that's definitely why we created this festival to bring. Uh, you know, attention to the filmmakers and, and the work that they're doing. And uh, we're glad that uh, you're excited and uh, we look forward to seeing more work from you in the future. And hopefully uh, you'll, uh, you'll have some more stuff for us in uh, future years at the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. Definitely looking forward to seeing more of your work. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you.